Abby. And my name's Libby. And welcome to Where the Light Pours In. I got it right this time. You did, I'm so proud. Thank you so much. So, how have you been doing, Libby? I've been, I've been doing pretty well. I mean, we had a fun weekend. Yes? We, we launched this. Well, yes, we did. Okay, I have so, no concept of time. That was, that was fun. Yes, yes, yes. How, how have you been? I've been, um, I've been good. Vaguely productive. More productive than usual. That's good. I'm yes. very proud of you. Thank you. It's good to hear. I have been semi-productive. I haven't had a lot of stuff to do. I did most of my school stuff last week. Good for you. I are like, doing good. I really did. I, cause a lot <laughs> of the stuff I scheduled, cause like I had to sign up for a current event for my international relations class. I scheduled it for the same week all my midterms were. Oh, so convenient. I just had like a week of like heavy duty school and then nothing for the foreseeable future. Awesome. Good plan. <laughs> so, I, it was painful. I do not recommend doing it. Worked for me. Okay, okay. As long as it worked for you, that's all I need to hear. Um, how about you let our listeners know what your bright and dark spot for the week were? spot was that we launched the bright organization it made me very happy and me and abby called our moms together it was very fun it was it was fun uh yes and then my dark spot was there's a positive covid case on our campus and i have had so much anxiety about it that's understandable and anyone i know that a lot of people back home for me at least there's COVID cases back at my high school and like elementary school. It's a lot. I feel like that's a lot of stress, especially for young people who can't like, we're not told who it is or like what's no. going on. Because of all the like, like I get it. There's privacy yeah. issues and like totally like, I understand that I don't want to like invade some person's privacy who has COVID. Like that's shitty enough. Like I don't want to be a burden on them at all. Yeah. Like I don't want like my anxiety to like cause them more discomfort than they're already in but it is stressful when nobody tells you anything about it yeah i just don't want to be the one that's carrying it around and not knowing like if i came in contact with the person but i feel yeah it's it's really tough and i'm sorry that that happened that you're dealing with that anxiety i mean it's okay it's a team effort it is a team (laughs) effort we're all in this together hopefully let's Let's keep the COVID cases down. Yes. Stay safe, wear a mask. Yep. Okay, Abby, what are your brain and dark spots? So, I'll start with my dark spot. Um, I may or may not have a midterm due on Friday that I have not even looked at yet. So... We did make a plan for it. Okay, yes. I do have a plan. I will try to get a lot of it done today, but I have to make sure I get a walk-in first because otherwise I won't be able to focus. Um... And then for my bright spot, this might sound really insignificant for some people, but for me, it is one of the most, it's really the highlight of my week, really. I ate a pear that was so good the other day. Okay, so. Okay, we probably should explain. Okay. You, so, Abby, our dear, lovely Abby, <laughs> has a pear obsession. I do. It's, I would say it's more it's more of an addiction. Yeah. She eats probably five. 
to I, seven a day. I do. That's a really good average. Five to seven. They're smaller, I would like to clarify. <laughs> they are. They're not huge pairs. But one of our friends, she said that all she wanted was a soft, juicy, ripe pear. And so, since then, Abby has been on a crusade to find that soft, ripe, juicy pear. And you know what? I have taken pictures of every single pear I have consumed since that statement has been made. I so my entire camera roll is full of pictures of not soft and juicy pears, except like, I think I've had two soft and juicy pears. I'm will, so excited. I will put pictures of the pears on our Instagram thing when I post <laughs> about the podcast. You know what? It's so important to remember. Pears are so healthy, right? They, I, I mean, maybe not seven a day. <laughs> I mean, a, seven pears a day keeps the doctor away. Seven pears a day keeps the depression away, and I live by that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, but I'm very happy that you got a good pair. Thank you. Thank you. It really did make my week, so. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy that your week got made because of that, you know? Yes, it's the little things. It's the little things. So now that we, now that we covered my slight pair addiction, um, do you want to catch up our listeners on something that happened with the last episode and something that we're going to do every episode, our correction corner, just to check yes. in? Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. For those of you who listened to the last episode, and if you haven't, you should definitely go listen to it. But we had a weird audio thing with the podcast. We we think we figured out why. We think it's because our school's Wi-Fi is very bad. And so, like, the uploading of the audio clips, like, mashed on top of each other. It's, it's not, like, it's noticeable, but we did still have some really productive conversations. So we do still suggest that you go check it out. But yes, we we think we've figured out the solution. Yeah, so this episode should sound totally normal. Um, I think we problem solved around it, but it it was a really good conversation and it was actually really fun to edit, which means I just had to take out the long periods of time where Libby and I were just staring at each other on our Zoom call and not knowing what to say next. But other than that, it was good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'll start us off with our, the main topic of our episode today. So our episode is about moving to college. Um, I'll start, start us off with a statistic. So 35% of college students are struggling with mental health problems. According to the WHO study, so the World Health Organization, it included 14,000 first-year students from eight countries. As many as 35% of students are struggling with some, of, with some form of mental illness. So that's fun. I mean, it is a surprisingly large percentage. Yeah. Surprising and not surprising at the same time, because I think any college student can, off the top of their head, name at least five friends who are struggling with their mental health. Yeah, and I mean, I definitely have since arriving at college, and not in the way that I expected, but yeah, it is, it is a serious topic, so yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we don't, we, we do have enough experience, I feel like. I mean, I've, we've only been here since late August, but... Mid-August. We moved in mid-August. Mid-August, yeah. But it's been still, like, almost two, two months? Or two over? months. I think almost two months. Almost two months of us really, really living the college experience because we can't leave our campus? No. Not, no. It's, 
Yeah, so we're just here all the time. And I mean, <laughs> I know we both have friends from who are at other colleges who yeah. we've both had conversations with. So I feel like we've gotten a pretty decent picture of at least like what it's been like to like move to college during a pandemic, yeah. which presents its own set of challenges. Yeah, but with the pandemic part, really very interesting. Yeah, <laughs> we'll touch on that a little bit because... I do know a lot of people who might be listening might be moving to college next semester. Next semester, next year, we're here to help and provide some sort of, I guess, just like mental health guidance, tips and tricks to make sure that you don't fall into a deep pit of depression that can only be fixed with a soft, juicy pair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, we're going to tell you the the pitfalls we fell into. Yeah, and... We're going we're gonna to work through this together because it is weird, especially this year in general. Yeah. Um, we're, we're happy to help. So, Libby, I know that you had a really long trip to get here because we're in Massachusetts. We are, and for those of you who don't know, I'm actually from California, the Bay Area. So I, on top of moving into college, moved across the country <laughs> during a pandemic. So that was a time. I I flew on a plane to get here. Slightly terrifying. That's understandable. That in its own thing could be a whole episode. <laughs> the trauma of flying during a pandemic. pandemic. Yes. There was a guy in front of me who refused to put his mask on properly. It was it was so fun. Sexy. But yeah, so I think for me, honestly, like the main thing that, like, affected me that I was not at all expecting was, like, the culture shock of, like, moving across the country. Yeah. Because, like, in my brain, I was just like, it's the same country, so it can't be that different. And I was gravely mistaken. Uh, like, literally everything is a little bit different here. The, the <laughs> language, like, literally just driving around. Yeah. The houses are different. Everything, everything is just a little different. And it's, like, it's slightly disconcerting. And, yeah, it's just, it is definitely a culture shock. Yeah, welcome to New England. So exciting. It is exciting to have you. But it is very different. I mean, yes. I haven't lived anywhere else, but, I mean, I've traveled other places in the country. And this is a very like a niche area we live near at least we experience all four seasons yes so you do get like a real authentic new england fall yeah like a college new england fall that seems like it's in a movie somewhere but yeah i mean i i also lived in a very niche area of the country because i'm from silicon valley so i moved from one (laughs) very like extreme niche area to the complete opposite extreme niche area yeah like, where I'm from, like, in, like, the downtown area of my town, you see people riding hoverboards just around. Oh, no, not here. Um, no. No. <laughs> there's nowhere. Okay, I don't live in Massachusetts, but in this particular area, there is absolutely nothing. We have a Walgreens and a CVS, and they're across the street from each other. Okay, this reminds and they're me of both <laughs> still open. Yeah. I just, why... It's not that different for me, but, like, it is still different. It's still different, because, you know, you're on your own now. We're both on our own now. Yeah. Like, yeah. when you're in college, I mean, you're not fully on your own, but 
I mean, you gain a lot of independence. You do. And that's, like, definitely one of the pluses. We're not going to, like, just trap. Like, we both love college. Yes. There's so many pluses. We just, there are definitely some things that are not as fun (laughs) as the movies made it out to be. Yeah, I, um, I mean, I definitely didn't plan on being a Massachusetts college student, not the place that I envisioned myself being. I also got into my top choice college, but I cannot afford to go there, so we are going here instead, and that was a large, that was a large hit to, like, my vision for college, and my vision for college kind of guided my ability to get through high school. It was like my light at the end of the tunnel. So now that I'm here, it is very different than what I expected. And then add a pandemic on top of it, that's even more different than what I expected. And not to trash New England, but I really don't want to be here. It's just, it's so cold. I hate the weather in New England. Everyone else loves it. I just, it's, I want to be somewhere warm. (laughs) That is very valid. To be fair, I'm from somewhere warm. And it burns down every fall. So also not the play. Okay, yeah. I feel like there's a healthy medium there. (laughs) That is why. So me and Abby have this little, we we have goals. (laughs) Because now we are work wives and attached at the hip. Exactly. And so we have collective goals. Teamwork. And so our goals are that the parade organization gets big, which will happen because... Will happen. All of you lovely people are going to share this all with your friends. Please and thank you. And (laughs) family. And we're going to be able to move to D.C. Yes. And live our best lives. Powerful. We're going to yell at people in government that they're not taking your mental health seriously enough. And we're going to be your best advocates. Yes. I am so, I'm so excited. And now that like, like college, without college, I wouldn't have that specific goal. Yes. Like I wanted go I wanted to go to DC but I didn't have a vision for how and now Libby and I are we have a plan. Yes. I'm excited. Yeah. So Abby, to get more background to topic. Yeah. <laughs> um how was just like give me a little like synopsis of like how you came to college, like where you're from, yeah. what's different here, what's the same, and how that makes you feel. Oh, the last question. Okay. Um so I'm from that small town in New Hampshire, and I um, now go to college in a small town in Massachusetts, and that, as I mentioned before, not exactly where I ended up being, too cold here, um, and I actually have always wanted to go far away for college, and I have always wanted to go to college because, well, college is not very common in my family, um, my entire dad's side of the family, not like I can think of like two people that went to college. Um, but that, and that's totally fine. Literally, whatever you want to do with your life, as long as you like it, go ahead. Um, but college is what I envisioned for myself because I wanted to get the heck out of my town. And I was not the most mentally healthy at home. And a lot of things were going on in my brain. And I just was found college as like my way out. And I've been thinking that since I was like eight. I was like, I can't wait to be an adult and live on my own and have an apartment. And then I can go to college and do things that I really like and talk about things I like to do. And I just had that whole envisioned plan since I was like eight. Not where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do, but the fact that I could get out as like an escape plan, which sounds really terrible, but it was definitely 
part of the thing that got me through middle high school, like some of the tougher years. And now that I'm here, it's weird. Like I didn't get the sigh of relief I thought I was going to get, which I mean, once I got older, I was like, it's not gonna solve every problem I have, but it might help. <laughs> um, but now that I'm here, I really appreciate the friends that I've made. And also I'm able to take classes that I don't um, hate all the time which I like, no offense to anyone, um, not a math person, so I'm glad to not be taking math classes here. Um, yeah, that's the one thing I really do like about our college. So we go to a liberal arts college, woo. and normally that means you have to take a math class and a science class and all of that stuff, but our lovely college does not make us do that. We have certain requirements within our majors, but... Me and Abby are both political science majors, <laughs> and they don't make us take math, thank God. They, if, if we were to take any sort of math course, it would be like a research and something course. It would be like an economics course, probably, something yeah. that goes along with political science. But it wouldn't just be like straight math or chemistry. Oh gosh, yeah. Glad I'm not taking chemistry. Yes. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy that I'm at college. The campus is absolutely gorgeous and I love being able to have some independence because back home I don't live like I live the way the place I live I can't just go for a walk in my neighborhood I don't have a neighborhood it's like a dirt driveway and then it leads to a um, very busy 50 mile an hour road so like yeah nowhere to walk and it honestly super helpful to be able to walk around and kind of gain that independence and like when I'm when I get frustrated I can go and take a walk yeah. and I can go get food or I can just separate myself from what I'm doing and just up and leave and not have to like tell everyone where I'm going yeah. I mean I will but like because safety we are we are young ladies at college yes and that presents a whole different that's a whole other set of safety standards but yes and the nice thing too is like the small town that our college is in does have more walkable streets that's true like so even if you wanted to get off campus to go for a walk there's definitely like places you can go and like walk around campus because there's that like road that goes past that cemetery Mm -hmm. that's like not busy at all and it actually leads to a lake, I found out. Oh, really? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. We're still new here, so we're finding out all the things. We are, we are. Is but, it, yeah, well, I was going to ask you what your general opinion was on moving to college so far, or, like, experience. Yeah. I mean, I think I, both of us have a slightly different experience, because we both moved to college with, like, pre-existing mental health conditions. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and I think both of us had, like, the same thing of, like, oh it'll be better there. Like, it won't fix everything, but, like, it'll, it'll help. Yeah. And I think the fact is we were, we were very naive in that thinking. True. Because, like, when you have a pre-existing mental health condition, it's so nice to think that, like, this one thing will be, like, the catalyst for change. And the fact of the matter is, we both, I think, are still struggling with the issues we had before we came here. Yeah. And, like, that's okay. Yes. <laughs> it's just, it's difficult when I think we both have the thought that, like, oh, yeah, like, this is when our lives start and everything from our lives before 
just gets to melt away into the background like a fun little movie. That's what I thought, but that's not the case. No, it's not. And you know, that's okay because we're, we're allowing ourselves to heal in an adult way. Yes, this, I feel like this is a healthy place for us to be right now. I am glad I'm on campus. Yes, me too. That I am very thankful for. I know a lot of people are not on campus, and I feel for you, online classes are not the play. No. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, do you want to talk a little bit about, like, your experience with living in a dorm? Oh, (laughs) okay. So, I have actually, for another program I used to be a part of, I would travel the country and, like, have to sleep in dorms. And I had a ranking when I applied to colleges about what dorms that I would feel comfortable being because some of them were scary. Who puts carpet in a bathroom? Like, what? What? Okay, I'm glad I didn't apply there. But um, the point of what I'm saying is that I was a little nervous about living in a space that I don't feel comfortable being because at home my room was like my safe space and my happy place so now (laughs) I'm like I have to share that happy place with someone else but lucky for both of us uh we got the wellness housing yes so we we get ac heat functioning showers and toilets not to flex and sinks sinks and an elevator oh yes all of those wonderful things yeah, it's really it's really good. I think our building is very nice. Yes, our building is new. People have only really lived in it for about like half a semester cuz COVID mm-hmm. before us. So, everything is still new and shiny. Nothing like the showers are all still nice. Yeah. They're not grimy. And because of COVID, they get cleaned like deeply once a day. Mm-hmm. So, really like we lucked out on the dorm situation. And I know a lot of people don't get that. Even here. Even here, yeah. So that's our a tip we have for you is research the best dorms at your college. Mm-hmm. And if they're wellness, apply for it. I implore you. Like, people still have fun in wellness housing. No one cares that you're in wellness housing. They know you did it for the nice dorm. Exactly. Um, that's really the perk of wellness housing. Also, I feel like, um, I'm happy with my roommate, obviously. I love Eleanor. I'm happy with my roommate, too. Our roommates also are very similar. They have pretty much the same astrology chart, except for one. Yeah, um, they're similar to each other, not to us. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, Eleanor and I have very different, (laughs) I feel like we have very different living arrangements, but it works in a very weirdly symbiotic way. That's good. And we have very different sleep routines, but we find the same things funny. We're both interested in politics, and we literally, like, a day into meeting each other, had the, like, super deep philosophical religious conversation and talked about mental health and, um... It, it was just really interesting, and we have those kind of discussions really often, and that was something I'm really happy I have in a roommate, is to be able to, like, because that's something I, like, thrive off of, is having extremely deep conversations at, like, three in the afternoon on a Tuesday. Like, that's the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, we get along really well. My roommate and me, we're not, like, super close, but we definitely are friends. Mm-hmm. We get along. We both are really interested in art. 
yes. and all of that kind of stuff. So the our room, room is so aesthetically pleasing. Yes, we have the same design style, and so our room is like a cohesive thing, which I love. Like I walk in, and everything goes with one another. Like even like our stuff, we have like the same kind of setup, so it like mirrors itself. I'm like a nerd for interior design, so like walking into my dorm room just makes me happy. I'm like, I love that. Like, we do, again, have kind of different sleeping things, but I honestly kind of really like that because, like, my roommate goes to bed a little earlier than me, and so I get, like, an hour of sitting in the dark, like, on my bed just, like, watching a show, and I think that is, like, the one reason I have not had a breakdown because I get that, like, (laughs) solid hour every night, like, scheduled in for me of, like, decompression time. Yeah. And, like, I love that. I need that to survive. Yes. It's very good. That is good. Um, I will say that Eleanor and I's decor is absolutely hilarious. Um, oh, yes. They have a picture of my friend Katie in their room. Um, we also have many political propaganda signs. We have uh, fairy cards from Goodwill. We have... Naked fairies. Naked fairy. I didn't... Yeah. Naked fairy cards from Goodwill. And then we have, um, maps on the wall. We have, um, quotes on sticky notes. And none of it... Everything clashes, but in the most authentically Eleanor and Abby way. Yes. (laughs) It's beautiful. It's... It's like an assault on your senses, but in a good way. Yes. Um, I guess what I was just going at is that, like, that is one of the tougher things. I know a lot of people that don't really get along with their roommates or had a kind of tough time getting to know each other. That is really, really tough. Um, So when you are moving to college, I would just make sure you check in on the mental health of your roommate. I know that happened a couple of times with some of my friends back home or across the country in random places. Um, Their roommate had a very different situation than they did so um they had to like kind of come together and reevaluate how they were interacting with each other and such because yeah I think also just like having discussions with your roommate about like norms that you want in your room Mm -hmm. like and what the other person's okay with and stuff like that just like to get it all out so you have like a, a basic understanding because I feel like for a lot of us, it's the first time cohabitating in such small quarters. Yeah. And that can be really difficult. It is. It is. But we highly recommend communicating, but also checking in on yourself and making sure that what you are, what's happening around you is something you're okay with. Yeah. Because at first it might be okay, but then you might get frustrated or annoyed with something. So vocalize your something you might get annoyed with. Yeah, and then I think our other tip is if your school allows you to select a roommate or, like, do, like, a quiz and it shows you your matches, Mm -hmm. we both, I think, highly recommend doing that instead of the lottery. Yes. Random is probably not the best bet. Like, Abby and Eleanor, they knew each other before, but me and Caitlin, my roommate, we didn't. But we did talk before we moved in. That's helpful. (laughs) And, like, had multiple conversations before we even decided to be roommates about, like, our habitating styles, the temperature we liked the room at, 
We both like the room to be very cold. So it is fall now, but we still have a fan on 24-7. Yeah. You do. And yes, we're neighbors, so (laughs) that's fun. (laughs) Um, Eleanor and I did some good white noise. Yeah. We didn't really know each other. We kind of knew each other. It's a whole other story. I'll get into that at some point someday. You were... You were acquaintances. Yes. Internet acquaintances. Okay. So, now that we kind of talked about um, moving to college, our general experience and hopes and dreams with it, and also, like, things that we have learned and tips and tricks for you, we're going to leave you with some coping skills to kind of make your moving into college experience... Before you do that, do you want to reshare what a coping skill is? Oh, yes, of course. So so we get that out there. mm -hmm. So a coping skill or a coping strategy um, isn't a cure. Just want to clarify that. We do want to clarify that. We have had just like a couple questions about it. And we do want to make sure that you guys understand that we're not like saying like this will cure your issues. It is something that you can use when you are like feeling especially stressed or anxious or depressed or Mm -hmm. in like a state of heightened emotion yeah so coping is not like that's just being able to experience what you're experiencing in a healthier way or a way that's more productive or whatever so we use the coping strategy and coping skill we apply it to whatever the topic of our episode is so that it's not just some random life skill we're teaching you that doesn't apply so this week we're going to be talking about a coping skill or coping skills that can make the moving into college process a little bit easier on yourself, your mental health, that yes. kind of thing. Um, do you want to start? Or do you want me to start? You can start. Okay, so um, obviously with such a big change, it's really important to develop a really strong routine. That's timing that might be, that looks different for everyone, that might be waking up at the same time every day making sure that you have a Google calendar, cal- calendar calendar, where you write down the times of meetings and stuff. Information like that. Um, making sure that you get your hygiene in. Yes. Really important. Statistically, actually, when you are going through a big transition or like a depressive episode, the first thing to go is your dental hygiene. Okay, People yeah, that makes sense. People will generally stop brushing their teeth first and... Like, self-care will slowly dwindle down from there. So making sure you're really scheduling that in will just make you, first of all, feel more like a human being Mm -hmm. in this time of transition. And it also makes sure that, like, you're thinking about taking care of yourself because you're worthy of care. You are. And it, it might be overwhelming when you get here, especially, like, in a new bathroom or a new space that you share with other people. It's really, really important to make sure that you're taking that time for yourself. And taking baths and showers are yeah. so fun. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our other coping skill for the week is really schedule time to call your family and mm-hmm. your friends from back home. Because when you're in that transition, those those calls might fall through the cracks and stuff. But they they are really so important. Connecting with people and maintaining those relationships is super important for your overall mental health and wellness and like you're you're missing those people you're away from them for the first time and they're also away from you for the first time probably and it's a transition for both of you mm-hmm. and really just like scheduling in that time can help with your mental health tremendously i stopped calling i like went through a period where i just like 
couldn't call my friends and family and I called them again recently and I've gotten back in the habit and it has helped my mental health so much. Yeah, yeah. Homesickness is definitely something that might look different for everyone. Um, that could be missing the like place you grew up, like your like your physical house or like your room, or it could look like missing the town or your school or your family or your friends. But um, not not everyone experiences it the same way or even at all. But if you are feeling that like missing thing in your life or you feel like you're losing control of your schedule, checking in with your family and friends feels so productive and satisfying. And it, it gives you a sense of like normalcy that you mm-hmm. had before. Like talking to my friends about like what they ate for lunch, very relaxing for some weird yeah. reason. Or just like talking with your friends about like the random stuff that's happened in your day. Mm-hmm. Because like they want to hear about it. They love you. They care about you. You're not an inconvenience to them. No, I make BuzzFeed quizzes for my friends and be like, take this quiz to figure out what weird thing, like, take this personality quiz and find out which weird thing that happened to Abby you are. Like, just fun things like, that's the way I communicate with my friends, but it looks different for everyone. That could be FaceTime, text, checking up with each other on social media, but just making sure that... You make time for that. Yeah, it is very helpful. All right. Well, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. We do want to remind you to subscribe to our podcast, Mm -hmm. share this podcast with friends or people you know who are moving to college, have moved to college, or applying to college. Like, we feel like this is a helpful conversation for them to hear and be a part of. Yeah, share this with whoever you can. We do have all of our... um, links and such in our um, Spotify account. You can see us on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. We're on everywhere now. We are. Actually. We we are on everywhere. So since we're on Apple Podcasts, you can officially rate our podcast. Please do. So that helps us out so much, giving us ratings, ratings like giving us nice comments. Also, if you have questions, if feel free. If you have questions, to... feel free. We, we do respond more readily on instagram and tiktok yes and we also have a contact form Mm -hmm. in our on our website that you can also fill out and we will get back to you as soon as we can we care so much about you and we just we want you to be able to come to us with any of your questions we just want us to know we want you to know that we are here for you you're not alone my friend so have a wonderful rest of your day and we hope this podcast helps you find where the light pours in